Live from Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, on What's happening everybody and welcome to this, another episode of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, live, 14 stories high in Glasgow as we look out to the beautiful Glasgow, we can see the Barrowland Ballroom, and that is the venue for the event we will be discussing tonight, ICW Barramania. I am your host this week, Stephen Wilson, and joining me is a panel willing and able to get their teeth into this subject. First, to my right, he has finally got the feeling of victory after various second places through his beloved Wraith. It's the fury of Fife, it's Nathan Fisher. We win the league on Saturday as well, so yeah, feeling good. It's good to be back on the podcast as well. Yes, that is our only football discussion of the show, folks. <laughs> yes, Nathan, good to have you back on. Thank you. And next to Nathan, we've had the McLeod brothers on the show. Now we can complete the set of Kernahans making his suplex retweet debut. It's Derek Kernahan. Derek, how's it going? All right, Stephen, how are you? No bad, no bad. You have a lot to live up to as your brother, Gary, is the suplex retweet world champion. How's that feel to be in his shadow? He's in the boy's shadow. <laughs> you try to earn some brownie points. <laughs> Never heard you say that in my life, and I've known you for many years. And next to Derek, um, she was told to be here for five o'clock, but in typical Stacey fashion, she showed up at 20 past five. Yes, it's Stacey Smith. I do not recall being told to be here for five o'clock. You know the rules between five and quarter past, Stacey. <laughs> I, also, I always show up at 20 past. And it's always five minutes later than you meant to. <laughs> Well, at least I show up. That's true, so. that's true. Stay how's it going? Good, how are you? Yes, very good, very good, thanks. Good. And rounding off our panel, fresh off of adding an extra digit to the age ca- category, <laughs> and also finding where our gear stick is in our new car, <laughs> it's Sarah Green. Hi guys. How's it going? Yeah, going not bad, not bad at all. How's it that? wasn't my gear stick I lost, it was my rev meter. I know, but <laughs> I just thought the gear stick was funny. <laughs> <laughs> And next to me, as always, he's the man in front of the of the dials. <laughs> it's the Sultan of Stay Safe. It's Kwaku Aji. <laughs> what? <laughs> I had a great intro in mind for you, and it slipped out of my head. <laughs> Amongst other things. <laughs> Kwaku, how's it going? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> Excellent, yes, we are here tonight to talk about ICW Barramania, which will be taking place this Sunday at the Barraland Ballroom. Uh, for those of you who are new to Suplex Retweet and want to join in the debate, we are on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, at Suplex Retweet. Uh, t- you can subscribe to all our shows on iTunes, Anchor and various other podcasting sites to get this show at the, the same night and all our content plus our past content. First of all, before we start, I'd like to give a thank to Silent Descent for letting us use this, this song Under the Eagle, which you can hear in the background. The theme tune to Barramania 4, you can check them out on iTunes and Spotify. Plug, done. 
let's get on with the show. Right, so we have a card of nine matches that we will try and get through tonight. So excuse us if we don't get in, into them in full detail, but we'll do our best. So, but again, if you've got any points and you're listening, get us on Twitter at Suplex Retweet. Right, guys, we'll start off with the first of the tag team championship matches, and as the one for the tag team titles themselves. Uh, We've got the Kinky Party, Jack Jester and Shia Samuels defending the championships for the first time against the teams of the Kings of Catch, so that is Aspen Faith and Lewis Garvin, the Sons of Ulaid and the Purge. Uh, I'm going to start with Stacey on this one. Stacey, what's your thoughts on this tag team championship match? Kinky Party's first defence. Um, I think, I think any match that they're in is going to be a good match. Anyway, it's just the chemistry between the two of them is just fantastic and kinky party to win. Kinky party to win, very. Mm. I, I picked straight off the back. I mean, anybody else get any thoughts on this tag team championship match? Just open it up right away. I think the only one the tag titles was two weeks ago. Yeah. I think even though they did win it fairly recently, I think this is kind of catch win over it. Personally, I'm a big fan of the Kings of Catch, a big fan of the full filthy generation, and I think uh, this could be the start of a domination. As they say, they want to dominate the world and they're going to have to start somewhere. I think uh, the Battlelands is a good shout. Uh, Derek, what's your thoughts on this one? I think the Kinky Party will uh, will win as well. I think after the when they won the title in Newcastle, it showed that there was still some clear love between the two of them after the slight tension. But I think the Kinky will, will win again. Well, yeah, there is a there's always this, uh, there is always a bit of tension with them, and obviously we saw that at the Square Go. I mean, Sarah, do you believe this? We're going to have they've made they're truly made up, or do you think there could be some dissent still in the ranks between Sha and Jester? I honestly don't think they're completely made up. I still mm-hmm. think there's something still going on, but it's hard to tell what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, they've kind of bonded over their love of drinking. That's kind of <laughs> what it is. Uh, true enough. Uh, <laughs> fair play to Shaf for buying all those shots in Newcastle, by the way. That's, that's, a fair, that's a fair play. What is that, about 100? Was it over? How many shots did they Oh, God, I lost count. <laughs> I just remember... You clearly had too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> now, I remember water pistols with peach snaps. That's all I remember. Sounds like a party. <laughs> Sounds like a party. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, there is obviously question marks. I mean, we all know we are all fans of wrestling. We know that they don't sh- t- have tension in wrestling without it leading somewhere. We don't want the kind of year-long Bailey Sasha tension. Will they? Won't they? Eventually feud. Uh, but yeah, there still is question marks. And then the other, we've got another two ones in this match as well. The Sons of Ulaid and the Purge. Uh, Sons of Ulaid they debuted in ICW Newcastle. What's our thoughts on them from first impressions? <laughs> the Irish Wyatt family. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's a slow burner, mate. Take time. <laughs> time to get used to it. Yeah, they're a, they're, they're, they kind of remind of the Wyatt family, so if they can start to maybe get a bit of momentum to them, but it might be a bit early for them to win the tag team championships. Uh, the Pods are also in there. Um, we all love the Pudge. Yeah. Uh, obviously, products of GPWA. Still too soon for the Pudge. I love the puzzle, but I've got no chance. <laughs> <laughs> I actually quite like the idea of the punch being tag champs. You think? Yeah. I like the punch in this match, but I think um, I think there's one winner. I think it's Kings of Catch. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Was it, was it Kinky Party or Kings of Catch? Are we quite divided on that one? Anybody not think of that? There's going to be one of them? Nope. Yeah, Unanimous. <laughs> Unanimous on the Kings of Catch, Lewis Garvin and Aspen Faith. Uh, and then. What's that? What's I look for? <laughs> I think me and Stacey just, said it I'm was... I'm just looking! 
kinky that we're going to win. Sorry, not unanimous. Majority. <laughs> Majority is the better word. Smooth start, Stephen. Smooth <laughs> start. It's after mucking up Quacko's, Quacko's intro. Mucking up for my name. At least I started spelling your subname right. I know. That took all four years. <laughs> yes. We also have another tag team match on the card, and it's one which sees a bit of an international uh, sensation coming over in James Storm of TNA fame and also a, a one-time appearance, or maybe two-time appearance, I can't remember, in NXT. He'll be teaming with Ravy Davey. That's a f- sentence I never thought I'd say in my life. <laughs> Against uh, Red Lightning's men, uh, Bram and Easton Reese. Now, James Storm, obviously, a lot of rumours to WWE. You think this is the last time we'll see James Storm perform for ICW? Or do you think we'll, there's still more for James Storm to come, guys? Uh, Nathan, do you have any thoughts on I'd this? I'd like to see him stay around. I think um, his match against uh, Jack Jester and BT back in February really good. I think he would offer a lot to ICW over the next year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd like to see him stay, but I can see why W would be interested in him. Sign him again. I mean, I find it quite interesting that he's came back to be in this match. I yeah. mean, the obvious contender was obviously Xander to be Davies, but tagged partner at one point, but uh, Xander got a fair beating, I think it's fair to say, <laughs> at the garage last time out. <laughs> I mean, Stacey, what do you make of these two as a team, Davy and Storm? It's a, it's a unique combination, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, it's it's an odd pairing, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just it's just an odd pairing. Like, <laughs> that's all I think about that, really. Yeah, it's, it's a very odd pairing, but I think it's fair to say that Ravy Davy's been on is building momentum all the time, and it, oh, definitely, and it keeps getting squashed by Bram. I mean, have you ever seen a man want to get you want to get beat up more than Bram? <laughs> I really don't want to say that to his face, so I'm saying it over the radio when he can't hear me. <laughs> I think I think he's just ruining all these weddings though because, because he's because he's just jealous that it's not him getting married. I would love to interview him and ask him, is your favourite wedding the wedding crushers? Just to see <laughs> <laughs> Just to see what he said. That'd be quite good. Uh, but no, it's, it's an interesting one. My, my, my favourite part of any brand match these days has to be Red Lightning. Oh, superb. Yeah. Quite love him. <laughs> he is one of the best. One thing I love about ICW is they make great use of the managers. We've got, um, mm. obviously, the Wee Man, who, sadly, we might not see much of the Wee Man in this show. Mm. Unless he no. makes a unique appearance and starts knitting <laughs> all the way across. <laughs> but, uh, no, Sarah, do you think it's inevitable that Red Lightning will put his nose... When it doesn't belong in this match. Yes, it's it's his thing, but it's what makes Red Lightning Red Lightning. He's just that person that you love to hate. Oh yeah, just when you see him jump from being on commentary, running down the ring. He's amazing on commentary. Oh, he's brilliant. Yeah, he is very very good on commentary. I mean, no offense to Billy Kirkwood and William Grange. Mm-hmm. Very, both great. Very, absolutely, but uh, yeah, Red Lightning is he enter, he's always entertaining. I love it when he comes out for Martina matches uh, as a manager. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know who had a more disgusted look, her, him or Kwaku. <laughs> <laughs> that night in the garage earlier in the year. <laughs> I have to say, though, for that, when they announced James Storm, the fact that he was like talking about Red Lightning so much, mm-hmm. I think, without a doubt, Red Lightning's going to get involved in it. Yeah. I think we're going to probably see him get his last call in this match, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, what I, the message I would give to uh, Thomas Cairns and Sean McLaughlin, uh, please, if he distracts you, <laughs> there's going to be something. But granted, it's a tag match, so we might not see that much actually in this one. It's always the classic, oh, here comes Easton Reese with a spear. 
three times. Come on. <laughs> I know it's wrestling, but come on. Uh, but uh, this potentially could be the la- the big chance for David to get rid of Bram once and for all. I mean, Derek, do you think that Ravey will finally get that win to get rid of these two from his life, or do you see this going on longer than Baramania? I think it's time for David to get the win. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think Fingers get- crossed. I think he needs it. I think it's mm-hmm. obviously... He's, he's had a ton of momentum. He had that ton of momentum going into the Hydro. And then at the Hydro, obviously, he was screwed by Martina. And then it's all kind of spiralled again. But uh, David has obviously came on leaps and bounds. It's good. I think... We, I would love to see David go further. I'd love to see him in, in fighting for the Zero G come Shug's time, you know? Yes. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to ask your thoughts on who's going to be winning this matchup. Nathan, who's, gonna, who's coming away with a W in here? I think it'll be Storm and David. But I think this might row on two shugs mm. one on one between Davey and Bram perhaps in a steel cage ah, they, love a sti- they love a steel cage at shugs they love a steel cage Bram's been involved shout. in them a few times Derek what's your thoughts on this I think uh, Storm and Davey will win as well yeah uh, Stacey Storm and Davey mm. Sarah you're going to make it a clean house yeah Storm and Davey <laughs> I'm agreed Quacko you're going to debate on this one uh, or are you Stormy Storm Stormy <laughs> <laughs> really uh, on a note of Davey, he was very he was very good on uh, Facebook earlier on and Twitter when um, ICW released their, their next poster for the weekend where they were doing the Avengers parody and he was a uh, raccoon for uh, <laughs> I can't mind what, what's the raccoon's name from Guardians Rocket. of the Galaxy? Rocket, Rocket. thank you, thank you. That was been bugging me all day. His name was. <laughs> and he's like, call me Davey Raccoon. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, it's a clean, clean sweep across the house and. Um, yeah, these, these two should be very good tag team matches. Moving on to a match that's got a lot more ambiguity to it. It's the Zero-G gauntlet match. I mean, one thing you can say about ICW is when it comes to Baromania and the Zero-G Championship, we don't like to just see a one-on-one. They like to kind of stir it up and introduce various members of the card. And we've got this one in a gauntlet match. It came from the garage where we saw Mark Coffey and Jody Fleisch both pin each other, both shoulders in the mat, to take the championship from BT. But uh, Mark Dallas decided to make the title vacant instead of handing it to one of the two. You may have thought it would have went to a singles match, but no, we're going to get a gauntlet match on this one. First of all, do you do you think this should be a gauntlet match, or will you think it should just have been the one-on-one? What's your thoughts? Well, see if there was more people actually chasing it, mm-hmm. then that's understandable. Mm-hmm. But what was it? BT's not really defended the Zero G since winning it at the Hydro. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it kind of confusing that they've just decided it's going to be a gauntlet match. Yeah, I can understand getting as many people on the card as they can mm-hmm. um, to obviously bring in more fans and more audience for that. But, yeah, no, I don't see why it's a golden match, but who could say no to it? Yeah, I mean, you make a fair point. I mean, the Zero G's not really had, had as much notice. Mm-hmm. Uh, when BT won it, obviously, not long after that, he started chasing the World Championship. When he won the World Championship, he defended both of them at the square go. He defended both of them, I guess, Lionheart as well, after the fans vote. But other than that, is that was his only real single defence, I think, of the Zero-G Championship. Am I wrong there? As I can think of one to mind. Uh, the look of amusement, amusement uh, tells me that he didn't really have one. Not a big one anyway. But, uh, yeah, the gauntlet match. I mean, we've got only two announced competitors uh, as of right now in Jody Fleisch and Mark Coffey. I mean, we know Jody Fleisch is going to enter at number one now. Now, Nathan, with uh, Jody Fleisch's ability in the ring, the fact how he can fly across the ring, so he could do it and he defies gravity at times. Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you think, could you see an Iron Man performance from Jody Fleisch in this match now he's starting at number one? I'd hope so, because I'd, like I'd like him to win the match. Mm. Um, going back to what you are saying, I would prefer that this was a one-on-one between mm. him and Mark, but with it being a gone, I think there's a few surprises lined up. 
and I, I think that's why they've done it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how we're only a few days away from the event and have not announced any yeah. of the card. I mean, Stacey, you've obviously been to a lot more ICW shows than many people in the past. <laughs> and uh, it's not something they tend to They don't tend to do. That. They tend to have maybe one or two surprises, yeah. but they don't tend to pretty much have near enough the full card as a surprise. No, no. They, they tend to like give out a lot of names, I think, like beforehand to sell tickets and stuff but mm. um i'm looking forward to this match just to mm. see who the surprises are i mean i've got my ideas of who some of them could be but sure. Sure. Uh, sure. i think kaylee ray yes, yes. Yeah, Kay- Kay- kaylee ray is one that's came up a lot in discussions from people it's especially after the comments at the end of last year saying that she was no longer going to be chasing the women's championship she yep. was going to move on to face the men she had a very solid showing at the square go I think it's fair to say as well yes. I mean mm. yeah, using the, the amount of use of those belts I mean oh. I've never seen I've never seen somebody make use of the belts so much in my it's life it's the no. fact she managed to hold on to them for pretty much that whole match from when she came in yeah, she I didn't mean, lose them I mean let's, if we look at some of the other weapons that were people had in that matchup we had uh, Sha with a uh, Jester's objects didn't last very long <laughs> at all with that one. Let's not forget Aaron Echo uh, with the six pack of lager uh, that lasted all of what about five seconds? Pretty much. It's my favourite ever <laughs> square goal weapon. <laughs> it was a moment of genius. Fair play, whoever thought of that one backstage, absolutely brilliant. But uh, back to Jody as well. I mean, uh, Derek, what's your thoughts on him as a potential Ironman in this one? Yeah, I can see him lasting quite a while. I don't think he'll win it, mind you, but I can see him. See him lasting quite a while in this match. Yeah, it's interesting the fact that he's now uh, he's get, he's very prominent now in the company. I mean, you for, you'd forget how young he actually is. I'm still in his thirties. He's been about mm. for years, and he's absolutely phenomenal. I mean, Mark Coffey's the other one that's obviously been announcing this one. Uh, where can we kind of see Mark Coffey's number being drawn? Well, could, would would they maybe go with the two of them one on one to start with, or can we see Coffey maybe coming towards maybe like four or five? What's your thoughts? I think it'll be them two starting. Into, yeah, you think? I think so. You kind of, it's kind of a two-way saw. I mean, you kind of get them starting. It's like, oh, they're the two guys that fought, who have fought up fighting over the belt. It makes kind of sense. But if they started, I mean, why would they not put them one on one? I think the fact exactly. that, sorry, the fact that them, the, they two guys are the only two that have been sort of advertised so far. I think that coffee will come in a bit later on mm-hmm. in the match um, and bring some guys who obviously haven't been advertised yet come in mm-hmm. first. Mm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there is four potential slots for surprises. Stacey's obviously said Kaylee Ray. I mean, we'll go to go back to Stacey on that one. Who else have you got in mind? Um, I think there might be some some new people coming up right. for it. So, like, ones that haven't really appeared. I can't really think of any names, but <laughs> I just think, like, new people. But I quite like it if Xander came out as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, yeah. Since he isn't with Davey, so... It's interesting... You, you kind of look at it two ways. I mean, obviously, it's a good chance for someone like him to get a slot, but at the other side, I mean, you need to kind of sell the fact that he's been taken out of the tag match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it kind of surprises you on that one. I mean, uh, Sarah, do you kind of agree that might see some new faces? And if so, will it be people from this, the, like the GPWA? Or maybe might we see some guys from England coming up, you know? Or maybe Wales, like likes a big, we've had likes a big grizzly in the past, Jordan Devlin coming over from Ireland. Hmm. Well, see, I actually would have said Jordan Devlin if he hadn't broken his hand. Yeah, um, he would have probably been a shoo-in to be in this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't see. I maybe see like maybe one, maybe one new face. Right. So, so I do. I agree with Stacey. I think Kaylee's going to be in it, and I also think obviously DCT is going to be in this match. Yeah, DCT ne- needs a, needs yeah, a place. Well, needs yeah. a place on the card. I mean, uh, DCT has not had 
near enough as much mentions on this show recently without <laughs> Mr. Lynch being on the show. Uh, as we know, he has unveiled the use. He's going to be unveiling a use singlet. Which pretty much does actually give away that he's going to have a match. Yes. 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 Unless he's going to have some random segment when he comes out and saves Viper and turns heel. <laughs> the coach can't be a heel. That would devastate me. <laughs> what about the coach in this match? Coach Strip, I mean, that would be quite an interesting thought. Could we see him actually wrestling? I would love him in the match. Shamer, you know. He's Just obviously... bring back Adam Shame. <laughs> that, would be, that'd be, that'd be, that would be absolutely good. I mean, Nathan, you got anybody pegged for this match? I do actually, I think. We're not seeing him for a while. And that's Davy Blaze. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you, Mike, come back. Davy Blaze has been an interesting one. Obviously, there's been a, there's a lot of talk <laughs> of Davy Blaze. For anybody who was on Mar- at the Mark Dallas's open yeah. mic shows, there was a lot of questions about you. were actually at one of those ones, Nathan. That yeah. was a big that going, was a talking point. Going by what Dallas said, he's probably away for a good reason. But yeah, I think it's time to bring him back. He did say that he has like buried the hatchet with him, but he just mm-hmm. wanted to leave him out for a while. I think mm-hmm. it's gonna be a good reason to bring him back. You think you get a good pop if oh, he yeah, came back? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is where the wee man comes back. <laughs> 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 See, I think we will see Wee Man in this match, but not with Davy Blaze. I mean, remember, he's got two guys who have just lost the championships, and mm. one of them is a very, very imposing figure in <laughs> Rampage Brown. I could see Rampage Brown coming in late, potentially, and mm. maybe, or maybe even coming in early and taking out the full competition. And him and Smith, could you see them making an appearance at this one, or do you think they're, they've had done their time in ICW and they're going to go back down to England for a while? I think they'll, they'll, they'll probably had their time for just now and they will come back. Mm-hmm. I mean, another name has literally just popped into my head about who could possibly in, be in the Scotland match. Who's that? James Ellsworth, because he's going to be in Glasgow yeah. on the Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if Ellsworth came out? I, I'd love that. It would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Ellsworth, got, uh, Ellsworth comes out towards the... Uh, comes out as number six. Quacko, <laughs> <laughs> you seem disappointed with the thought of Ellsworth coming out. <laughs> Are you not a fan of the... He's nearly crying. Not a fan of no chin music? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it happens, it happens. It's... You can't say that you wouldn't cheer. Not even for a tiny second. A wee bit, yeah. There I mean, you go. I mean, this man had one of the feuds of 2017 with Becky Lynch. I mean, come on. Just having him out there, I mean... Uh... Can you imagine him against Kaylee Ray? Mm. Interesting. Oh. Kaylee Ray beats him in five seconds. Yes. And just... Ellsworth just goes and cries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, any other names we've maybe not talked about? Derek, you got anyone on um, your list there that I had, mentioned? Um, Jimmy Havoc. I'd love to see Jimmy mm. in it. Ooh. Jimmy Havoc, a favourite of ICW. I think. I'm still picking glass out of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. I, I still love that match. That's an unbelievable match. I mean, you said, the other one you mentioned to me was a big Grizz. You said big Grizzly, yeah. And then also left field is a bit of Dicky Diver. I'd love no. to see Dicky. <laughs> oh, I want Dicky Divers to be in this match. After he beats uh, Stevie Boy at the at the house show in the garage, oh. I would love to see Dicky Divers. That was Divers' place. first win in how long? A good couple of years. It was a well-deserved win as yes, well. Yes, it was. Mm. Yeah, that man. 2v1 most of the match. <laughs> Most of the match. All the match. All the <laughs> match. <laughs> All the match. And yeah. including an Easter egg as well. <laughs> a couple of Easter eggs, wasn't uh, it? Yeah. Little golden eggs as well. Oh, amazing. This is amazing. Dicky Divers. Fair, fair Palatium, fair Palatium. Uh, so, yeah, Gauntlet match. We've got six men in there, but we can only have one winner. I mean, who's going to be win- walking away? The U0G champion. Sarah, who's your thought? Well, see, considering that nobody's really been announced, I'm going to go with Mark. Mark Coffey is my pick. I think the the. the ceiling on the Battlelands will be firmly lifted if Mark Coffey 
wins that championship. I mean, I, I imagined what it would have been like if he'd won the square go. Mm. That place would have went insane. Mm. And we would have seen some taps off. <laughs> <laughs> From you? <laughs> no, no, no. Me and Nathan had a moment when Kenny Williams got oh, jumped out. superb. <laughs> <laughs> Stacey, who's winning this one? I am going to say either Mark Coffey or Kaylee Ray. Interesting. Even though Kaylee Ray hasn't been announced yet, but it's either going to be Mark or Kaylee. No. Uh, Derek, who's your thought? I completely agree with Stacey. She just stole my thunder there. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylee Ray and Mark Coffey. Interesting. Nathan? I'd like it to be Jodie, but I think it'll be Mark. Mm, I'm going to go with Kaylee Ray. I think it continues the dominance of the filthy generation in this night. And... Uh, for my predictions, we could be seeing more of that as the evening goes on. Yeah. You never know. Uh, it's going to be a filthy night. It's going to be filthy mania. It's going to be filthy. Absolutely. Well, we are, we are going to be at the Barris, so you never know what goes on. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be extra filthy. <laughs> so, yeah, a, diver- uh, a bit of diverse opinions <laughs> on who's going to be winning the Zero-G Gauntlet match. Let's move on to a man who I think brings great presence now anytime he returns to ICW. We're talking about Wolfgang. And he will be taking on Tor in what is Tor's first big, I can't pronounce his surname, I'm not even going to bother. Arthur Hagen. Thank you, thank you. Kwaku, our man of pronunciations. Uh, resident Eat Sleep Sir Place Retweet Translator. <laughs> We're going to have a special podcast one day where Kwaku just pronounces names and a bit awkward. <laughs> it's just going to be him for half an hour saying I'd rather see an Almas. <laughs> I've learned from the best. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, Wolfie versus... Sorry, <coughs> Wolfie versus Tor. I mean, uh, what's our thoughts on Tor, guys? Um, as, as a wrestler, I mean, he ha- he's got massive hands. He has. <laughs> can we keep, who's got bigger hands, him or Braun? Strowman. Well, I've never shaken hands with Braun, but um, <laughs> I had a picture of Tor, and he put his hands around my neck, and he managed to get both hands round. I mean, Tor's kind of had a bit of a. There's been a mixed opinion of Tor. We've not really seen him a lot in ring. I mean, it had. Am I right in saying he was trained by... What's his... Oh, I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, Jody Mo- Johnny Moss. Apparently he was trained by Johnny Moss. So obviously that means he's got some... But we've not really seen a lot of him. I mean, what's your thoughts, guys, on Tor? And what we, we might see from him here at the Battlelands? Well, I remember when he first when he first came out, and obviously he didn't know who he was, I was just like, I was terrified. I will not even deny it. I was terrified of the man. Oh, it's big, scary, and it's like... Yeah, it's like, don't, don't know you, but he just, he just looks so powerful and so dominating. You're just like, he'd probably snap half the people, <laughs> like half the people on the roster. Oh, he is, yeah. he, he is a physical <laughs> presence, but so is Wolfie, you know, so, I mean, it's something, I mean, I have been so impressed with Wolfie since he got that big move to WWE, obviously. Yeah. He seems, yeah, really you can just feel his presence in the ring, and it's a big chance for Tor. I mean, you talk about first real big match, and if you're going to pick anybody on the cards, I mean, Wolfie is the man. Yeah. Worldwide mm-hmm. for ICW at the moment, but uh, how do you think uh, this is going to go for Wolfie? Derek, Sarah, what's your thoughts? Derek, Stacey, sorry. <laughs> Sarah just gave a thoughts. I'm having one of those days. <laughs> I'm really interested to see Wolfie um, in the ring with his ring presence after being trained with the WWE. I think he's going to have to carry a lot of the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to have to do that, but I think. I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I think Wolfie, um, I'm going for a Wolfie win here, by the way, straight off the straight off the barrels as well. Yeah, uh, uh, that's quite an interesting one. I mean, the thing about Wolfie obviously comes over, he's not not as regular as he was, obviously, because he has got that contract with WWE, 
but he does have an immense presence nowadays. And he's also got his two friends in the Purge, who we talked about earlier on. Yeah. Uh, do we see a Purge presence in this match, Stacey? I think there has to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, Tor's a monster. <laughs> like, <laughs> how can one person beat him themselves? Like, they'll, they'll, he'll need the Purge. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. But. Yeah, but we got the purge, I mean, but uh, do you see a kind of scenario, Nathan, maybe got like WrestleMania, where the, the Bludgeon Brothers kind of destroyed, you know, the, all the UD and the Usos, do you think the, the purge will see a similar fate when they come face to face with Tor to help both of you? I think so, yeah, this is the only match where I'm not 100% who I think will win, but I'm going to go for Tor. You're going to go for Tor? I think, I think he needs to win more. Mm -hmm. I think Wolfie is on, his, on the way out in terms of doing less ICW stuff. So I'm going to go with Todd and get, that, get the big one. Yeah, there is talk that all the, the, the guys in, from the UK guys, so the likes of Trent Seven, Tyler mm -hmm. Bate, Pete Dunne, Wolfie and Mark Andrews have all signed bigger contracts with WWE, it's so they new, might be seeing, using more of them in NXT and WWE. So the new tournament as well. Yeah, that so as well, think, so they might, yeah. they might be using them more. So but so Derek, you went for a Wolfie win, you still sticking with that after that? Yes. Still sticking with your guns? Confident. Brilliant. Stacey? Um, I wasn't sure like, who I thought would win this match, but if I had to choose, I'd probably go with Tor for the same reasons as Nathan. I think he needs the win more. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. I think we're going to see Tor, uh, Tor win this one. Stacey, do you... No, Sarah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Two names to begin with. Yes, I am having one of those days. <laughs> I'll be refreshed after the break when we do it in a bit. Don't worry about it. Sarah! Yeah, well, I actually do believe it's Tor, obviously, like... My pal Declan went and actually asked Mark Dallas what was actually the perf like what was actually going on for the chain match because obviously I think he got confused with the dog collar match for a while. <laughs> um, but it turns out obviously that they are actually chained by the wrist. Are they actually chained together? They're chained together by the wrist. I have, oh. I have it from Mark Dallas right there that they are chained by oh, the wrist. Ah yes, exclusive, exclusive. So, yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, so. It's going to be quite hard, but obviously, discussing obviously the fact that obviously Wolfie's probably signed a bigger contract with WWE, I wouldn't like to think he's on his way out. I would, I, I would probably be heartbroken actually. Mm. But obviously, I think it's time to sort of just pass the torch over to the new big guy. Mm -hmm. So I'm probably going to go with Tor. Kwaku, an agreement, or are you going to start it up again? I don't know. Mm. Uh, it's a tough, it's a tough one. It kind of it could go two ways, but yeah, it's an interesting matchup. Uh, for anybody who loves seeing Wolfie, he's been now a last minute addition to the One Fall Session show tonight, which is sold out. So whoever's going to that should be a good time listening to some of Wolfie's stories as well. The other guys, there's your cheap plug, Simon, if you're listening. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on now to the longest match of all time uh, between Chris Renfrew and our Commonwealth prestigious one, Joe Hendry. Uh, I've kind of I've loved the build up to this match. Yeah. I mean, we've not seen a lot of Joe Henry, but uh, it means we've seen a lot of Le of Leighton <laughs> and and Kieran Kelly. My God, these two <laughs> these two have helped with this feud. But uh, I think this this feud has to end. <laughs> I think we've, we can only have so much longest match ever. A hundred percent needs to end. I think it's fair yeah. to say. I mean, I think it was extended a wee bit, obviously, because Joe was out in Australia on the Gold Coast. Um, obviously, it didn't go quite his way, Joe, but it was good to have him out there. But it, was good, it was good seeing more Leighton. Oh, oh yeah. His wee concerts as well. I know, that was fantastic. He is, without a doubt to me, the MVP of this company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> since yes. this year. <laughs> yes. His participation in the Square Go 
was amazing. Oh my god, yeah. Amazing. I mean, <laughs> you sometimes have a bit of like when they do number 29 and, and, or number 28 or something in, mm-hmm. in these matches, you're like, really, he's going to get chucked out quite quickly, but it was just hilarious. Of course, <laughs> when the ghost and ghosting completely missed. <laughs> <laughs> but we know he can actually do it. Let's be honest, he can do it. Oh, he can do it, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But no, um, again, Sarah, you think this is the last in the feud? You think it's the feud will end? It, it probably will, yes, obviously. It started off at the square goal, which, may I add, was one of the best exchanges I've ever seen. Obviously, it's all about the logistics. All about the logistics. Oh, totally. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the match probably does have to come to an end, obviously. It's been absolutely hilarious mm-hmm. watching this. Mm-hmm. Just watching the videos and obviously, like, before, like, when they were in Edinburgh, obviously, and Joe Hendry trying to run away on a skateboard on his stomach. <laughs> that, so that was If you'd seen us standing in the queue waiting and just seen them coming out, we are like, yeah. right, what's going on here? Obviously chasing them down, but... And Leighton running around in his flip-flops. Oh my god, yes. Oh, that was brilliant. We were wondering, yeah. he had no shoes on at some point as well. Yeah. But I mean, he, he has, he, he's had the chance to impress Leighton and he's done absolutely brilliant. But we've got to now see Kieran Kelly in um, ICW, I mean, uh, Nathan, he's, he's been a regular in a lot of the, the other Scottish promotions, but mm-hmm. do you think him and Leighton, it's inevitable they'll have some involvement? Do you think they'll play a large part in this? I think so, yeah. I mean, the wee, ha- the wee match they had at the last fight club I thought was really good. Oh, it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, Kieran um, Kelly can go. Oh, yeah, For anybody yeah, who's yeah. not seen Kieran Kelly in the ring, mm-hmm. he can go. He's a very, very good wrestler. I think he, was, he won a, one of the SWA championships recently in Motherwell. Yes. Uh, the, jun- was the light heavyweight, junior heavyweight, I can't Something remember like exactly that, yeah. what the title is. But he, did, he is a champion in the SWA now. Uh, but I think it is inevitable that they're, they're going to be involved in some way. But, yes, the match will end. <laughs> but... It's who's going to win it. Uh, I'm going to stir things up in the pile. I'm going to go to Derek in this one. Derek, who do you think is going to be winning this match? I can see Renfrew winning it. You got any particular reason why? Or um, I think um, because of uh, Kieran Kerr. I think he'll win it because of him. Right, interesting. Stacey? I actually have no idea who's going to win this match. Mm. But I think overall, Leighton has got to be the overall winner of this yeah. whole match. <laughs> I'd be happy with that, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, throughout the whole match, just how much that we've actually seen a Leighton. Oh, it's he been, is the overall winner. Been mm-hmm. superb. Either I mean, way. He is our Elias. <laughs> yes. Uh, Nathan? I'm going to go Joe Hendry. Mm-hmm. Prestigious one, you know. Aye. Or the Commonwealth champion, you know. <laughs> I like to see him... He is a champion in our eyes, even though he never got a goal. I like to see him elevated... Probably towards challenge for the title. Maybe even the, even the zero G title. If he challenges for that again, I think that'll be good. Is he not your but pick for the square goal? I think you had him as your pick at one point. I'm sure that was the the ladder match. <laughs> the ladder the match at the hydro. You had him as your yeah. pick. Yeah, it was one of the two. Ah, you had Lionheart, I think. I'm sure. Or Stevie. Yeah, I can't yeah. really remember. It was that long ago. Uh, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with Nathan. I think I think Hendry's going to win. He's going to probably pull something completely prestigious. Mm. Yes. Out think, of the bag. I think he needs a win, Joe. He does. Yeah. He's, he's not. Better, he's not yeah. had a big win in a while. Mm. You know, obviously. Yeah. So I think he, he he is in need of one, and I think this is the chance to do it. Quacker. Uh, Joe Hendry to win because Renfrew is going to do something that sabotages himself. Yes. Good shout. Interesting, but we've all learned something, and that is the appropriate way of pointing at the same. Am I the only one that's hoping though that Joe has an entrance to this? Like, not had a good, we're not had a good Joe Hen- Henry entrance in the while, no. but that's part of his character now, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, maybe Leighton will do his entrance video Ooh. now. Oh, that'd be, yes, that'd be good. Interesting, but it's the only- ukulele out. Ooh. Ooh. 
<laughs> but the only way to find out will be at the Barrowlands on Sunday. Now that, that is the first half of our show. In the second half, we're going to be talking about all the other matches. So we've got the Women's Championship match, the ladder match for the briefcase, the biggest rematch in wrestling, I think it's fair to say, and the World Heavyweight Championship match. So stay tuned with us and you can hear that then. But as a wee treat, last week I spoke to ICW's own Lionheart as for Glasgow Live to see his thoughts on various things as well as his match with Jackie Polo and we have a wee bit of that just here so this is our interview with Lionheart so we'll be back in a minute, enjoy! I think it's 
you know, if it's a bad more of a crime, I'm willing to tell you for really it's not necessarily about, you know, where each of us are on the taking order from a business perspective. This is very much a, a personal thing that I need to do for, for me and my mind, and it's a, a personal experience to myself. Yeah, definitely, and I think it's a, I think it's a match that could potentially sell out the Battlelands. I mean, I mean, what is it? You've mentioned in other interviews how much Battlelands means to as a as a venue. I mean, what, can you describe what it's like to perform in such a historic venue? Well, it's a Battlelands doesn't consume everything from the moment you arrive at the venue to being backstage and preparing for your match, and when you walk out, and you know, really kind of sinks in the building that you're in, and some of the some of the performers over the years in various industries that have performed in that venue, and you can see the the sea of people, but it's sometimes you need to take a moment and you know, just to kind of appreciate what you're, you're truly um, being a part of at that moment in time. So you really think you step into a venue like that. It's um, it's just try much a big deal, um, something that you really to appreciate. Welcome back to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I'm Stephen Wilson and I'm joined by Nathan, Derek, Stacey and Sarah and we are talking about ICW Baramania. That was a just a wee sneak peek, wee snippet of our interview with Lionheart. Say that will be available written up on Glasgow Live. Plus we will have the full audio available on our on our podcast page uh, Saturday. So you'll get a chance to hear the interview in full 
this Sat this Saturday coming just in time for Baromania. He talks about loads of great things. Obviously, talks about Baromania. He talks about his time working with TNA and WWE, as well a bit about how he's what he's learned from his neck injury. So it's a good listen. Uh, apologies a wee bit for the audio. It was done over the phone, but yeah, you can still get the gist of it from listening to it. So that is our interview with Lionheart. So keep an eye out for the write up on Glasgow Live and the interview coming on our Anchor and iTunes page. Uh, also, a huge thanks to David Lopan of um, Van Damage Productions for allowing us to use Lionheart's theme in that as well. So give him a check out as well on Spotify and SoundCloud. Right, let's get back into the discussion and let's talk about, I'll quickly talk about a thing that we're going to also hear at the Battlelands on Sunday and that is Mark Dallas's Fear and Loathing announcement. Now, I'm going to just go around you all one by one quickly and get your thoughts. What do you think Mark Dallas will announce about Fear and Loathing? Nathan? think he announced the SACC right that he um, back in December on his one man show he mentioned that the Hydro was fully booked for November mm -hmm. so he did hint that if it was to be there again it would be December but I don't think I think he'll go back to the SACC I think it should to be honest in the crowd last year mm, interesting Derek um, I think it'll be the exhibition centre as well, even though I'm gutted it's not the hydro because mm. we love the seats. <laughs> <laughs> Being a guy a wee bit older than some of you, we need the seats. Can I just say, as a short person, I like the seats as well. <laughs> Stacey, what do you think he's going to announce? Well, I, I didn't really have any idea about where, about where he would announce it would be, but now since uh, the SECC has been mentioned, I think that's a pretty good shout. So... I'm now thinking it's the SECC. Mm, yeah, a lot of SEC, SEC fans. Uh, Sarah? No, I completely agree. I mean, I do remember him saying that obviously there's like, people keep asking him where he wants to go. And obviously I think he kept throwing in Hamden for some reason as well. Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't surprise that's me. That's a tad ambitious. <laughs> I think that's a Maybe in a, a few years time, but not in this current stage, I wouldn't say. I know, it wouldn't surprise me if they went back to the SECC, considering obviously the first year at the Hydro, great turnout. Last year, it wasn't maybe as great as the past turnout. Right. So it wouldn't surprise me if he decided to go back to the SECC. Mm, interesting. The only other option could be the Emirates. Mm. Mm. Some people think it might be the Emirates, you know, because it's the only other logical step they've got now. Obviously, they are doing... Obviously, the Badlands is in the East End, so they, they aren't fear to go to the East End sites, you know? It's yeah. pretty easy access for a lot of people, so... I mean, it's up in the air. I mean, Quacko, do you agree with the panel's thoughts, or have you got any other... Ideas you'd like to throw in? I like. I'm gonna think optimistically. I'm gonna say hydro. Mm, interesting. I mean, it's, it's it's entirely up to debate. I mean, we will find out on um, Sunday. But yeah, the hydro, the hydro is a good. It's, they were two good shows. Obviously, it does get that. You've got the option of a bigger venue. So yeah, there's definitely a lot of things in discussion. We will find out on Sunday when Mark announces it himself. I believe this will probably be his wee show opener, as he loves a show mm. opener. So mm -hmm. yeah. If you've got a ticket, you'll find out that before anybody else. Right, let's get back into the matchups, and we're going to talk about, about the women's championship match. We're going to talk about Viper defending against Casey. Now, I, for one, was quite surprised that this belt has switched so many times since Casey won the belt at the Hydro last year. I thought Casey was going to run the division herself, and we might see Viper. Obviously, she's been in Japan, but she's obviously maybe doing a lot more stuff with other promotions. However, we have also seen her making this a quest to make this a world championship. I mean, Stacey, what's your thoughts on Viper's quest to make this a world title? you think that she, her appeal worldwide is the reason why she holds the belt coming into the show? 
definitely it's just like if anyone would be able to do it it would be her mm -hmm. yeah so that that's my opinion like she is the one who's got the most well-known name oh, outside definitely. of Scotland, obviously, because she was in the quarterfinals of the May Young Classic, yep. so she got the furthest there. Obviously, Kayleigh Ray was in it as well, didn't quite get the same thing. But it's interesting that this, how they push this one out. Is, is anybody quite glad to see them actually try and make this a world championship? Yes. Yeah, absolutely, yes. yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think it probably would deserve it. I mean, it's been defended so many times in Japan nowadays. I mean, how, I yeah. don't know where else you need to defend I think they probably still need to defend it in America. To make it a world championship, mm, yeah. so yeah. I think that's kind of the last tick on it. But yeah, but inter it's interesting to kind of see that. But the build up to this matchup was kind of dominated recently by Viper's recent promo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, what can we? Uh, how do you think that's changed the changed the complexion of this match going into it? Well, so, see, there's been lots lots of discussions, obviously, with obviously Viper going away to Japan, obviously spending a lot of time there, and obviously with the announcement of. The, new, the next like uh, May Young Classic in the summer, mm -hmm. you would think obviously they would maybe bring her back for that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are saying, oh, it's, it's fine, Casey's just gonna probably win. Obviously she's won it at the O2, she's won it at the Hydro. This is sort of like the last hurrah for Casey to have like the sort of all round and have it come full circle. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously with Viper's promo in Newcastle, honestly God, I actually broke down in tears when she did it. <laughs> um, but it actually, it sort of changed it. You're just like, actually maybe, Maybe we're not going to see the last day Viper for a wee while because obviously she does tend to to go away, do her own thing, and then come back and obviously be bigger than ever. So she gets a, like a bigger pop every single time that she comes back. Mm. So it's a, it's actually kind of thrown it up in the air for me. I was convinced it was going to be Casey, but now I'm just sitting thinking with this quest to make it a world championship and also with Viper's promo, I'm I'm going to throw it out there. Viper is my pick. Mm. I, I mean, uh, back in the Feed and Love and Preview show, I thought that. Casey was going to be running the division, she was going to be the figurehead, and obviously yeah. it's not quite went that way. I mean, uh, we've not really seen much talk about Casey in the build-up, a lot of it's been about Viper. I mean, Derek, what's your thoughts on her chances in this match, Casey? Um, I think um, I, I think the promos that Viper's done shows how much ICW means to her, because obviously Casey was tell, saying that she doesn't care about ICW, she's been away, she's been wrestling in Japan and stuff like that, so I was, I was very much in the same as Sarah that I thought that um, that was going to be Casey winning the title, but see, since I've seen the promo of the Viper done um, recently, I think it's, I think Viper will win again. I think it just shows you just how much these belts mean to her and how she wants to take it to a global global stage. Mm. Nathan, do you agree? You disagree? Or you've got any other thoughts? I've not seen Viper's latest promo, so I've not done my homework. But uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say Viper anyway, especially in terms of making a world belt. She is one of the best female wrestlers in the world. Mm -hmm. I think her have holding that title, take her around the world to be far bigger draw than Casey but Casey's a great talent as well yeah, but I like to see Viper hold on to it it's kind of similar obviously to what we saw a, couple, a few years ago with Drew mm -hmm. uh, obviously with no disrespect to Jack Jester very good wrestler he's very well loved but he doesn't have the same global yeah. appeal as a Drew mm -hmm. Galloway obviously Drew McIntyre killing it on Raw I think it's a good oh, chance yeah. to kind of yes. say that absolutely yes. him, and, him and Ziggler were that amazing finisher that everybody loves and he cut a mean promo as well on Raw recently if you've not seen uh, McIntyre's promo on Raw it's on point very very good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've got, uh, are we mostly Viper predictions in across the panel? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Viper for me. We're all in Viper. Mm. Yes. I think because they want to make it a world title, they're going to keep it over. Mm -hmm. Although I think Casey should have the belt again before the next uh, Fear and Loving show. Quacko, disagree? Agree? Yeah. It's unanimous. Excellent. This time it is unanimous. Hooray. <laughs> 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 Moving on now to the match. Briefcase versus ICW Korea. 
we've got the MVP of the company in the last 12 months. I think it's fair to say. Uh, the yeah. leader of the filthy generation, the king of insanity, the square goal briefcase holder, Stevie Boy Xavier, against Kenny Williams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Does the stipulation to any of you make this conclusion foregone? You think it makes it obvious? Or anybody see a wee surprise in this one? I mean, uh, Sarah, we'll start with you in this one. Do you see a wee surprise or do you think it's obvious who's going to be winning this now? Well, you would think it was obvious. Obviously... You, I remember seeing Kenny getting used on Raw back when they were in Manchester. Yeah. So obviously mm-hmm. that's what make, makes you think. Obviously, and also the fact that he's doing a lot of his CrossFit now and personal training. That's what I would think. Obviously, he might just take a wee break and then come back. Right. Mm. Um, but obviously, I don't think. I don't think he's going to win it. Obviously, I, I, I actually think Aaron Echo's going to mess this up for him in some like <laughs> spectacular way. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you talked about Kenny being involved in the WWE shows recently. I mean, he did have a tryout. I mean, mm-hmm. Nathan, do you think he's made the move? you think he's going to be in the UK tournament and that's why he's going I th- away? I think he is one of the names in the UK tournament, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think it'd be. A, I think I want Stevie to win as well as yourself. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think... Uh, I didn't. I forgot about the personal training concept as well. And that would Kenny, I think, could be a factor if he does decide to take a break as well. Mm-hmm. And then as yeah, Sarah, for me. As Sarah, as Sarah pointed out, when there is obviously potential outside interference, we first got the ki- we've got the Kings of Catch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's an obvious one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I yes. don't think that's going to be anything. But there is obviously the Aaron Echo scenario. I mean, uh, Derek, we talked. About, I talked about it earlier on how Echo came out to the square, go absolutely steaming. <laughs> <laughs> They've got this thing about them being best pals. We know from wrestling, best pals doesn't mean anything. Ko Jericho. <laughs> I think is the best example. Do you think Echo's going to turn heel? I can see the Echo definitely turning heel. I've never trusted any tag team since I've seen Shawn Michaels kick Marty Jannetty in the face at, um, <laughs> in, a, in a WWE episode years and years ago. <laughs> never trusted tag team since then. That broke my heart. The Rockers breaking up. <laughs> um, but I do think that Echo will turn. I think Echo will turn heel. Um, I think it's always the, the push that Stevie's had over the last year as well. I can't. I can't see yeah. him not winning it. Yeah, I mean, uh, Stacey, it's been quite interesting, the fact that uh, Stevie's lost a couple of matches at the recent fight clubs, you mean? Yeah. Uh, obviously, they've been quite screwy finishes. Kerry's came out and stopped thing. Obviously, we talked about the one with Divers, where they had so much involved. You mean, yeah. you think that's just a coy to make us think that Stevie's going to lose? Or do you think, well, actually, he's, he's on a, they're, they're going to maybe play a losing streak? Maybe go a bit out of the box? See, the way, I, the way I think of it is that they've made Stevie... Well, Stevie's had quite a few losses like you said mm-hmm. uh, to make it look as though it's quite a fair match mm-hmm. if you know what I mean yeah but really I think Stevie's gonna win but I think Stevie's gonna win because like I said before I think Kenny's got his name in the in the UK championship mm-hmm. so yeah yeah it would make sense they taking mm-hmm. time to go away and fight in that tournament yeah. so uh yeah, I think Stevie Boy's gonna win. I mean, uh, Nathan, St- you're gonna, you're gonna Boy, be yeah. Stevie, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, for anybody listen, we are not. We are very pro people we've interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> We're not anti Kenny. <laughs> not really. Uh, I like Kenny. <laughs> I I liked Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> very good in ring athlete. Can't can't doubt his in ring talent. Uh, Derek, you think what's your thought? Yeah, I think Stevie Boy as well. Mm-hmm. Stacey. Uh, Stevie Boy. Sarah. Stevie, yeah. Quacko. Generation. They're going to dominate the world and they're going to dominate Glasgow. 
this coming Sunday. Somebody has to. <laughs> but no, I agree. I think Stevie Boy's going to win. I think it's gonna, the filthy generation are going to have a great night. Kind of similar to what one we kind of seen years ago in WWE with Evolution in 2003 with the clean sweep we saw it with the Shield. I don't really think we've seen it in ISCW for a long time. So, uh, uh, stable dominate in such a way. And the filthy generation are the perfect example. All young, all up and coming, all hungry. And that's why Stevie's going to win this one. Right, let's move on to the match. The match that we're all looking forward to. The match that's split the ICW fanbase, I think, pretty much in half. <laughs> I, I, it's hard to find somebody who's in the middle on this one. Unless, you, <laughs> unless your name is Kwaku Aji. Uh, we've got Lionheart, who we just heard just there, taking on Jackie Polo. It's three years in the making. It's absolutely brilliant. It's going to be amazing. Let's just have a open, open it up. We're going to start with Team Polo and Stacey Smith. Stacey, are you looking forward to this one? Yes, I'm looking forward to Jackie Polo winning. <laughs> now hold on here. Hold on here. The, the plaintiff has made her case. <laughs> Let's remember that we have just interviewed Lionheart. I have interviewed it, and he is the fine, one of the finest technical wrestlers this country's produced. And Jackie Polo is Jackie Polo. <laughs> exactly. So Jackie Polo is going to win. <laughs> Let's move away slightly from this one, though. It is, um, I think it's created so much excitement. It's, it's a match I didn't think I was going to see again. I mean, Nathan, you were obviously... You, what was it? Swear to God. Did you see the, the hype in the room when yeah, they when, went face-to-face? Yeah, when, in the Square Go match, when you saw them together, you thought, ah, here we go. Yeah. And it's kind of it's like uh, Ciampa Gargano of ICW. Kind of. It's like that same sort of build-up type thing, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I'm really looking forward to this. You know, in terms of should it main event? No, because I think this could continue beyond. Ooh, interesting. Uh, but I think Lionheart is going to win this time. Yeah, I mean, we're, 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 you've obviously talked about Champa and Gargano, and on that we moved to Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Whilst I here, just I'm, I'm trying not to cry. I'm mm. getting there. I'm mm. getting better. But yeah, Sarah, it's, uh, <laughs> the match they had in 2015. Mean it was. Uh, Lionheart's first match back. I mean, oh. it was kind. Of, it's so different from what we saw back then. I uh, loved it. I loved this first match back with with um. I I honest. Oh, I've got no words for it. <laughs> um, but also like I was there at the square go as well. It was also Jackie Singlet, by the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> who's who's winning the singlet battle, Jackie or DCT on Sunday? Oh dear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it has to be DCT. Yeah. Has to be. Well, I don't know. I don't know what Jackie could come out with. You don't know what DCT mm. can come out with either. That's true, unless he comes out with Jackie's face on a singlet. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> and, Jack, and Jackie comes out with DCT's face. Oh my god. <laughs> Louch might not be able to contain himself. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but yeah, you, you enjoyed the match initially, the first one they had. Oh yeah, I did, honestly. Like I said, I've got no words for it. I really, really enjoyed it. Like, obviously, watching it back as well, like, once they came face to face at the square goal, I was like, that's the first thing. I was like, I need to watch this back. Mm-hmm. and honestly it felt so good to actually watch it back mm-hmm. um, obviously moving further like to do with Lionheart he keeps saying that in order for him to move forward in ICW and yeah. obviously get that get that opportune moment in that belt he needs to go through Jackie because mm-hmm. that is the last person that he's just like mm, I've still got unfinished business it's, it seems to be your fault that I can't move on so this is why I actually think obviously yeah let Jackie Polo retire be, be with Jackie Jr <laughs> um, but I, d- I do I see I see Lionheart winning this obviously he's been doing so well recently and I think this is what he needs it's just that final nail in the coffin and just bye bye Jackie 
off I go. It's essentially, he's kind of said that it, it's kind of like he's one demon he's kind of got left him mm-hmm. in. Mean, obviously, he broke his neck fighting AJ Styles. He then fought AJ Styles again. Mm-hmm. He's been in the ring three years, his neck's been able to hold up. Those type of doubts in his head have obviously well, went away, you know. They always say it's always hard getting back in the ring, especially with the one that actually knocked you out in the first place. Mm-hmm. So actually getting back in the ring with AJ Styles, best thing he could have ever done. Mm-hmm. And it was very quick as well, I mean, very quick after they came back. But one thing you can obviously sense between these two is the tension. I mean, uh, Derek, what's your thoughts? And the tension is obviously clear with these two. The tension has been brilliant between the two of them. The build-up's mm-hmm. been fantastic. But um, looking at it, I think that Lionheart's appeared a bit more hungry than mm-hmm. what Jackie yeah. has. The, the stuff that Jackie, the promos that Jackie's been doing and stuff like that have been a bit more comical value. Mm-hmm. You know, where Dallas coming up to his office and stuff like that. And he's got his... <laughs> I want to know what's on those on, lists. Uh, he's got the, the, the cowboy boots on, the feet up on the desk. It's, it's, it's class. That's what makes Jackie Jackie. Mm-hmm. But I think that, um, in terms of, like you say, Lionheart just appears more hungry for it. And I think that Lionheart will, will win. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, I mean, the way the build-up's in, we kind of talked about it then as well. I mean, I'll, uh, there was obviously at the garage where he referred to him as Stephen. And then, then there was the there was the the press release that came out. I mean, <laughs> I believe that I believe that was Simon's work. To which, if it is, we take your hat off to you, Mister <laughs> Mister Cassidy. That was a fine piece of it. But it's just felt it's, it's felt so real, you know. And uh, say as that Lionheart did actually say at the time. I don't think his heart wasn't in it the first time. I think yeah. it was kind of a bit of a mixture between. The fact that it was his first match back and it was against Polo and he maybe had a bit of doubts, but uh, again, Nathan, his matches in the last year especially oh, have been absolutely top notch, and I think any doubts in his head are going away because of that. Yeah, ever since I'd say since he won the Zero G title at Barmia two years ago, the run he has been on has been astronomical. It's been unreal. He's on the form of his life like that. Yeah, he is at the peak of his career type, mm-hmm. type idea, and it's kind of like I mean. There was a lot of talk he was going to win the square goal, and obviously this thing came up with Jackie, with Jackie Polo. But obviously he's had these headline type of matches, and it's, a, it's well kind of, Sarah, you're kind of looking at, it's, he's got a different, the fans have seen him in a different light now, I think it's fair to say. He was not the fan favourite. Oh no, back I, everybody when hated him. Mm-hmm. Like, even, obviously, I don't know if I can actually use the term. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I, I don't no. think we can. It's, like, it's, it's one Sadly. thing, and people like to think he's a hero. That's the sort of split fan base, and obviously you still hear it. I mean, I actually think, yeah, no, I've got the Lionheart's a hero t-shirt, actually. I'm trying to think of which one I had. And it is the hero one, because I'm on, I'm on that side. Is mm-hmm. I just, he's, yeah. he just, he still can go back to that place that, obviously, it was just a, a bit, in, well, I'm trying to be nice about this. <laughs> um, not a very nice person. There we go. <laughs> yeah, he's, kind of, he's, he's got, it's a different type of drive. I mean, in that interview as well, he said that the first time he came back, he was maybe trying to please the fans a bit more. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's amazing that we're talking about the fans hating a man who came back from a broken neck. Mm. Mm. Literally, he could have died. He's lucky that he's walking. It's just amazing how wrestling works, the fact that yeah. you kind of got these different aspects to it. But now, obviously, he doesn't care. He's kind of like the tweener. Yeah. But I think that kind of suits him better, do you not think, Derek? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a testament to the man as well, what he's done, what he's been through. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still come back and be able to win over the fans as well, like he's done. And I think it's uh, the run that he's been on as well, it's just been, you know, an example of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But there's also the kind of, there is question marks, mostly raised by Lionheart, on Jackie Polo's ability as a single wrestler. Obviously, he spent so long in pro promotions. Mm. Lionheart's been quite vocal in saying, you're hiding behind Mark Coffey. Again, 
Stacy, you're the biggest Polar Promotion fan I know. <laughs> one of them. The, you're, you are. I am not the top one. Okay, 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 okay. I will, let me change this. You are the biggest Polo Promotion fan I have known for the longest. Which is That's fair to say. That's enough. Is... Does he have something to prove? Do you think he was kind Do you think he... Does he think he's the, is the worst between him and Mark Coffey? I mean, there's no disrespect to Mark Coffey. He is the power forward. He is awesome. Mm -hmm. As some of us thought, he's going to win the Zero-G Championship. Yeah. Do you think that Jackie's got something to prove that he can still go as a singles competitor because he's been so long as a tag team wrestler? Well... You hear like a lot of the fans saying as well that they think that Mark Coffey is the is the better one out of Polo Promotions. Um, I don't know if Jackie would have to prove it to himself, mm -hmm. but I think I think he would have to prove it to the fans. Lionheart, um, yeah. It was, see, I I was saying Jackie to win, but now I think that it's going to be going to be like a no contest like there was for like the zero G. Oh, I thought you were going to turn on the polos eh? <laughs> oh, no, no, I no, no. We, I thought we were going to have an amazing moment. Stacey turns heel <laughs> <laughs> on the polos. No, that is not going to happen. But it's just the thought of like, I, I think that that's what's going to happen to make it run a wee bit longer mm -hmm. Mm. again. Get some longevity out of it. Yeah, and hopefully the return of the polo line. Mm. Oh, I mean the bleached the bleached hair is back. Yeah, pretty much everything is everything is back. And uh, as Nathan kind of alluded on, uh, there's a lot of talk this should be an event. The show, kind of type idea. There's always that thing like there's a match bigger than the championship. Mm -hmm. It's kind of in a way that now that we know what the title stipulation is going to be, it's likely that's going to be an yeah. event purely. Mm -hmm. But we'll talk about that in a wee bit. But based on the feud these guys have had and in the past, should this be the main event in any other show? If you, if you take out the fact that we're going to have a death match. If it was the culmination of the feud, definitely. But like I said earlier, I think this is going to go on further. And Stacey yeah. made a great point about no contest. They've done that before with BT and Wolfie, and it led to the steel cage. Mm. Not saying this will be a steel cage match later on, but I think she'd and certainly need to summon. Yeah, and I think Zaki Polo needs that, like just so that he can show off what he can do. Like to the... Well to Lionheart and to the other and to the fans that think he's the weaker one of Polo Promotions. Mm, interesting. It's, it's some interesting thoughts in this match and it's one that's built up such excitement with the fans. I mean, mm -hmm. I think it's part of the reason why we're expecting the, the Battlelands to sell out again. Uh, but I'm going to ask your predictions on this one. Who's going to be winning this one between Lionheart and Jackie Polo? Sarah, start with you. Well, I did say Lionheart, but see now that Stacey said yeah. no contest. <laughs> You're going to go with a no contest? Well, I'm going to think that it's like nobody's actually going to win this. And it's going to continue through Shugs, maybe to Fear and Loathing, if they can stretch out that long. Oh, I like that. As, I long like as, we that. Get a as long as we get a match ending, and we don't get another <laughs> longest match ever, type scenario. <laughs> <laughs> it's good once, it can't be done again. No. We've only had, we've not had a six star match again since the wee man and coach, you know. It's not, <laughs> it, it, it cannot be repeated and it cannot be bet. Uh, Stacey, still in the no contest as well? No contest. Hmm. But if there, if there was going to be a winner, I'd want it to be Jackie Polo, mm. but I think it is going to be a no contest. Derek, what's your thoughts? I like this no contest idea, but if I had to pick a winner, um, it'd be Lionheart. Mm, interesting. Nathan, are you going to swear in the no contest again, or are you going to? It's a great point. Go one point or another. Yeah, say if I had to pick one, it would be Lionheart. Mm, yeah, interesting. Don't, don't even go there. I'm, <laughs> I'm on the fence. Well, I support every wrestler that I interview. 
and a one in a match. <laughs> and I am going to go with Lionheart. But another good point as well is last week we asked our Twitter fan base who is going to win this match, and the results are in with an amazing 89%. Our fans think that Lionheart will come away with the victory. That is a large support for Lionheart in this one. But I, I think it could go anyway. Depends how the, depends on the, the longevity of it. Depends if we're going to see them again. If this is the last time they go on one, then again, it, it, it could swing. But that's the great thing about wrestling. Never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we're going to constantly guess. And I think it's, it's going to be a great match regardless. I think oh, it's definitely. fair to say. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah. As we said, they both stepped up their game so much in three years. And I think it's going to probably steal the show. Mm-hmm. Fair to say. Speaking of stealing the show, <laughs> we go to a man who's been stealing most shows recently that he's been in. Some may agree with this type of style, some may disagree. Otherwise, you can't take your eyes off it. Yes, yeah. we're coming to the match, which will likely main event this show. It is the match for the ICW World Heavyweight Championship. It's the Oddity BT Gun defending against Legion's own Mikey Whiplash. We'll talk about the stipulation first of all. What a series. What oh. pain Mikey Whiplash has put himself in. I mean... Let's start. Let's let's start off with Derek on the death matches. For what has your thoughts been on this whole death match series? Has led us to Baromania. It has been unreal. It has been amazing. Um, Mikey Whitlaff. If I had a hat on, I'd tip it to him. He's been, been <laughs> fantastic um, through it. The amount that he's put his body on the line. Um, it's just been incredible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously fought his three death matches. He's fought. He fought like, first against Aspen Faith in Edinburgh. He then had the match yep. with Jimmy Havoc at the Garage, and then he had the Triple Threat match in Newcastle. All of which were absolutely insane. I mean, Sarah Quack, Quacko, Stacey, were you at all, all of them, all these shows? Or I wasn't at Newcastle. Newcastle, Sarah, Quacko, you were yep. at all of them. What was the best of these death matches? <laughs> Let's get your opinion on this one. Let's go off the oh, No, probably the Garage one. Just just sheer, down to the sheer brutality it does actually fall under the word deathmatch I mean the match with Aspen I loved it obviously the, you can't even go wrong with party poppers in a deathmatch <laughs> I mean you love party poppers in a deathmatch I mean and Aspen really brought it to him yeah. like but there was for a while I actually thought Aspen was going to win this could you imagine if Aspen won the first in the deathmatch series man that, ma- man that would have been quite a damp squid for the full series <laughs> 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 but um, yeah no like see the triple threat with Clinton Drew as well Oh. Drew Parker, by the way. Oh my God! But they two are absolutely—he's a wee firecracker. He really is. They and are. They are deathmatch specialists. And too. that obviously the spider web. The, sp- the spider web. Having to cut Mikey and Drew both out of it. I don't know if he's still got that barbed wire in his lusciously long hair. That I'm very jealous <laughs> of. But no, probably the one in the garage. Obviously, Jimmy Havoc and Mikey. They've gone at it so many times mm-hmm. that it's it's what they do, and that's you. You expected blood. You expected brutality, and I didn't expect glass though. Yeah, I mean, Nathan, did you? Are you a fan of fluorescent lighting as a weapon? <laughs> it's a great visual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. What's your thoughts on the whole Deathmatch series? Yeah, I love it. I think um, it's a great, it's a great story going into it. I mean, it's going to be an absolute war this match. I think um, Rippy's a man of all talents. He's shown that he can do a more technical style, do the Deathmatch style. BT as well, I think. I think BT's going to win this one. But like I said, I don't think both men are going to come out of this pretty, pretty wounded, I think. Oh, it's going to be brutal. I mean, as, as Stacey, as we've said, the state of Jimmy Havoc was in, you know. Granted, Jimmy Havoc is 
one of the craziest men on the planet. Yeah. You know, but how's you, what's your thoughts been on this whole build deathmatch series building to this? Um, well, I thought the one with Aspen Faith was great because I really thought it showed off. It showed off just what Aspen Faith could do. We don't see much of him uh, in a singles capacity no. in ICW. Obviously, and, you see more of him in singles in other he's, promotions. He's amazing in a tag team, but he's amazing single singly mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. and I think that needs to be seen a wee bit more as well mm-hmm. um, the one against Jimmy Havoc that has got to be one of the most or if not the most horrific thing I have ever seen mm-hmm. um, crazy but, absolutely but mental it, like you said it's one that you can't take your eyes you can't take your eyes off it like until the just, glass comes flying to us well, yeah, that, is true. <laughs> that is true um, I've I've just loved, I've loved the series. I'm gutted that I missed the Newcastle one, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm looking forward to this one. Um, as I said before, Mikey Whiplash is one of my favourite ICW wrestlers. Um, the fact that he puts everything, he shows everything that he can do in every single match that he does. Um, so I think, I think it's time for Whippy to win this. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is now his fourth death match in ICW mm-hmm. in the last year, but also the fact to take into the consideration he was part of the Kick of Insanity match yeah. at that Hydro oh. as well last year. It obviously, you think it tips it in the favour of Whiplash? Do you think, it obviously, the fact that the stipulation will obviously help? Do you think it's going to play in Whiplash's favour more than a standard technical match? Well, you could maybe think that, but then look at the King of Insanity match, and uh, I remember my thought of the winner like I said that the winner would be Mikey Whiplash mm-hmm. um, but then Curveball Stevie Boy won it mm-hmm. um, now I think it might be a Curveball again Yeah, I hope not but I think it could be a Curveball again because mm-hmm. the thing is obviously Whiplash has went through that amount of pain obviously in the death match yeah. he's been in so many of them you would instantly think that but obviously uh, Derek you've got to remember the match that uh, BT Gun was in we ran through against uh, Davey and Stevie Boy last year at the garage yeah them, pretty much the brutality of that match. I mean, yeah. BT getting thrown off of the the garage balcony. Yeah, you know, you wouldn't exactly say this is a disadvantage to BT as much as as a big plus for Whiplash. Would you not say? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think everybody's obviously talking about this is a Whiplash style of match, but that, let's not forget the BT Gun has been involved in similar yeah, exactly. matches to yeah. this yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, and he's more than capable of doing it. And he's he's a fantastic wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just this is this is the match I'm looking forward to most out, out the whole out the whole card. Yeah, I mean, because the thing about, uh, for anybody who's probably a viewer to ICW in the last year, you've seen a lot more technical BT gun. Mm-hmm. Man who comes out in the ring, put, steals the show if he's in ring ability that we know he has. But maybe the, the more seasoned ICW fans will remember the kind of days with the NAK feuded. Mm-hmm. And you had that yes. one with, with Renfrew. I mean, that his match at the very early garage days was absolutely brutality. And I think that's a great, say, that's a great exhibition of what BT Gun can do in that type of scenario oh, when, it, when, it, when he's motivated. Definitely, definitely. Obviously, like you, you sort of think, when was the last time that BT actually went through a match like this? Obviously, like he's been doing it a lot recent. Mm-hmm. Whereas obviously BT, it, it's been a little while, but I think that would probably work in his favour. Obviously, like he kept saying, he's like he'll bring the oddity, but he doesn't know which oddity he's going to bring, and you don't know what side the BT Gun is going to come out, and that's what's maybe throwing that wee curveball. You would think that Mikey Whiplash is going to do this. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jockey got involved. Oh, she creeps me. I love her. Oh, she is creepy. I love oh, her. Oh, my God. She just gives me the chills. <laughs> um, I'm sure she's a very nice lassie. 
<laughs> but, she, but she gives me the chance. And she sits and covers on the corner. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if she did get involved. Obviously, maybe just obviously a nice wee jump off the top turnbuckle, maybe double knees to the like double knees to BT. But honestly, I was, I, I'm not even just saying this just because I'm wearing a BT top. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see him winning. It's I don't know why. I do love Mikey and I love everything that he does and. It sort of it pulls back to the square goal when I was just like with Mark and Steve. I go, I don't even care who wins. It's like I'm just I'm so conflicted, and the, I'm back to this again. I'm really conflicted because I love them both. I mean, we talked earlier on as well about in the Viper Casey match how most of the attention's been on Viper and mm-hmm. less on Casey. But uh, Nathan, we've kind of had something similar in this one. A lot of attention on Whiplash. I mean, mm-hmm. in terms of BT, he obviously had that match at the garage for the Zero G Championship, but he was taken out of the fray very early That's on. Right, yeah. We've not really seen much of I mean, do you think that's kind of a sign how this match will go, or do you think it's just kind of they're just putting the emphasis on the death match I, that's, uh, in this? I think it's uh, putting emphasis on the death match and uh, whiplash as well. Obviously, I think similar to what Derek was saying as well. BT is although he's not death match special, he's no stranger to that sort of brutality. Mm-hmm. So I think. Um, I said Lionheart Poe's going to be matching night, but I think this could be actually going by what the panel have said. Uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going, like I said, it's going to be a war. It's going to be, Yo, it's war. Going to be a war. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, if the death match is in the goal, but we also can't forget that these two had a very, very brutal feud yeah. just oh, three yeah. years ago. I mean, Stacey, what sh- do you mem- how much of your memories have you have of that feud they had back then? Uh. <laughs> Not many. <laughs> <laughs> You've absolutely ruined my point. <laughs> but, but all the matches were that good that um, couldn't just pick one match that was the base. I mean, my one was, I think it was at the Baramania a few years ago where they kind of, I think BT won it so much that the blood was actually pouring out of Mikey's head. Mm-hmm. Oh, she remembers yes! now! She remembers now! Yes! Teddy dropped. <laughs> yes! Is that the one where he won by powerbomb on the steps? Yeah, powerbomb yeah. on the steps, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't oh, remember yeah. how, how yeah. long ago matches were, though. Like, <laughs> it, was the, a, it was that brutal match, with the, as Kwaku said, with the powerbomb on the steps, you know? Yeah. It was... They've had brutal matches in the past, and I mean, Derek, the Steel Cage triple threat six-man match at the at the Hydro as well. Another fantastic match. It was, it's another one that just shows that these guys are fantastic wrestlers, and... Like I said, I'm, this is this is the match I am most excited about. It's like same. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. it's going to be unreal. Anybody else? Did, so do we all share that kind of excitement about this match? I mean, obviously, yes. it's amazing how when you've got Jackie Polo Lionheart on the card that a match has built up so much excitement, you know, and it's kind of that unpredictability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get that with Whiplash. Obviously, he's got the technical ability. He's hardcore as anything. It's what Whiplash is going to turn up, but he's obviously implied it's going to be more hardcore. Which I think obviously helps, and do you kind of agree with that point, Quacken? You think it's, we're good? it's everything, everything like from the history of it, everything has happened at Barabarias in the past. You had Mike and Whiplash return with SDS, then you had BT Gun with the whole clock thing, and then attacking BT Gun, and then you had Mike and Whiplash return to Barabaria mm-hmm. last year again, and now it's all coming out again at Barabaria. Um, I don't know who I think is going to win though. See, just you talked about the uh, Quacken. Uh, the amount of history that Mikey Whiplash has had in this venue. Mm-hmm. We talked. You talked there about his return with the SDS, the Marion Death Squad. Mm-hmm. 
other than Grado winning the World Heavyweight Championship, that is my <laughs> favourite moment because I love the SDS. Mm-hmm. Alistair Black's killing it in the NXT. Yeah. I miss, I, I miss Dante. I, I miss uh, Dante. Where, can somebody tell me where Dante is? Somebody track down Dante for me. I was Newcastle. He got kicked to the curb prison yeah. because he was a distraction to my since, team. Uh, since then, that's what's been. I've not seen. Don't worry, Ben. But then he was just watching in the crowd, checking up here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you ready to be a bit beaten down now? So you just lost your pal. Uh, he's just in the beer lounge drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Not fair play, but it, it's got so much. There's so much excitement in it, and it's, it could go either way, but. I don't think this will be a no contest like the other one. I think no. we can only go one way or another. Somebody's going to leave with the championship, and I'm going to get your predictions on this one now. Nathan, who's going to be winning this one? BT Gun. Any particular reason? I think BT needs to follow the run with the title. Mm-hmm. Although this match is more suited towards Whiplash, probably I don't think he really needs the title just now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go for BT. Interesting. Derek, who do you think is going to win this one? Yeah, I think Whiplash is going to win this one. Um, I think it's his style of match. The way that he's built up to this match as well, everything he's done um, in the last the, the three other matches. Um, don't get me wrong, I think BT done's fantastic. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's, it's Whippy's time. Interesting, yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing how long it's been since Whippy. Whippy said this on Twitter. It's amazing since he's headlined one of the, how long it's been since headlining one of the big shows. I mean, yeah. obviously he was world champ. It's been so long since he's been world champion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a world championship when he held it. I mean, obviously he was the guy before Jester, so he kind of helped take the belt forward. I mean, yeah. obviously we had the days where BT held it previously, and we had uh, Red Lightning, but then he kind of helped usher it in. And again, you got to forget about the fact the things he's been through. I mean, he could hear that really serious injury grado. So the fact he's back in such a capacity. It is amazing. Yeah. But Stacey, who do you think is going to be winning this one? I really want it to be Mikey Whiplash because I really think it's his time to get it. But I think it's going to be BT. Mm. But I really want it to be Whiplash. It's a lot of Whiplash love, but not really a lot of think people think he's going to win other than Nathan. I mean, Sarah, you're going to buck the trend? You're going to split the panel? No, I completely agree. I love Whiplash. It is his style, but... Honestly, my heart is saying that BT is going to pull this one out of the bag and he's just going to have a match with both of them. I'm actually going to fear for their lives, probably. Will That's how I felt ca- before. Will there be a cash in? Ooh, yes. Ooh. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, he's, yes. Thrown, he's thrown the question in. Will Stevie Boy cash in? Yes. Or oh, no, that would be good. but will Stevie oh. have the briefcase? Oh, yes. He will have the briefcase. This is what we want. There's so much things going on. We all said he was going to have the briefcase, Stacey, so you went that. <laughs> no, we said that, but... But will he? Ooh. Who's thinking of cashing? Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a filthy night. It's Hell yeah. filthy mania. <laughs> Yeah. Filthy mania. Better than KO mania, because we're going to get victories. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the friendship stayed together. KO's one in three in WrestleMania. KO mania's not been great over the years. Oh. But yeah, cash-ins, do you think that's going to happen? Yes. Yes. Yeah, if, Stevie, if Stevie gets that briefcase, that he's yeah. definitely cashing in. Yeah. Oh, 100%. It makes sense. It's going to be brilliant. And it's, I'm going to... Oh, the pop will be absolutely amazing. Oh, Another the... one for you as well. Sorry, Sarah. What are you going to say? I was going to say bring the party poppers for Aspen. Yes. <laughs> All the gold. Yes. Another one. Just gonna throw it out there. Let's get our creative minds thinking. What weapons are we gonna see? (laughs) (laughs) What's gonna come out the bag? We saw that. Was it the? What was the thing that they had at the the hydro that you use for the floorboards? We thought it looked like the crucifix. Oh, the the carpet. Yeah. Oh, Oh, that was brutal. We saw. They bring the staple guns back. 
Oh, the staple guns are a, a given. The staple guns are a staple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a death match. Dyson <laughs> I will hope that there's no glass involved in this one. Please, no glass. <laughs> <laughs> any other, M, they got any out there predictions on see, these ones? Go well, for see it. if they bring back the spider web that, that they used in Newcastle, but only more barbed wire. <laughs> because it's Battlelands neon troops? Yes. Oh, that'd be good. Interesting. The usual fight across the bar? Probably. The Obviously. Obviously. Yeah, usual one there. The usual. Let's separate them, you know, let's go the, I mean, the merch stand might be involved, you know, anything in that one, but yeah, the unpredictability <laughs> yeah, is yes. what makes us want to watch it. I am in the opinion that BT will win, but will not leave as the champion. Mm-hmm. I think this whole deathmatch series has led to Stevie Boy's coronation. It's like, he's a heel, he's cowardly, he's got two, three people who help him, his girlfriend helps him win. <laughs> I mean, come on, she is badass. Well, I'm not yes. going to say that. She is completely badass. But, yeah, it's kind of lead to the fact that BT's going to get body put through hell. Mm-hmm. And the cash-in's mm-hmm. perfect. I mean, Kwaku is absolutely spot on. It's just a cash-in maiden. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we saw the first ever WWE cash-in after the Elimination Chamber where John Cena was literally could not stand. Oh, yeah. You know, we've seen that in the past. We haven't, you know, it's the perfect scenario. But, yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. So, yeah. That has been us going through the matches. We managed to get through all of them in about an hour and a half, so we've done well. I mean, I run through. Uh, did anybody have any final thoughts? What may see that we might not have discussed at all? Anything that could happen? Anything? You no. Know, any surprise appearances? I would love Grado to come back. It's the question maybe, that comes up every time. Every time, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Just, just hear Madonna, and there you go. Just another name for the gauntlet. Baby's number six. What about Joe Coffee? Ooh. Mind blown. <laughs> Joe versus Mark. Yeah. Derek, you would love that. I think that I would, would be a fantastic Oh, what about Dante? There you go. We'll find Dante for you. <laughs> <laughs> See if someone can find me Dante. I want to interview him. <laughs> I want to talk about him, about his experiences in the Samanian Dev Squad. And what it was like. Well, that's us got the six now. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. I think it should be more than six. Aye. Uh, just uh. everyone, just even Leighton coming in as well. Oh, imagine how Leighton and Kieran. <laughs> Lady and Kieran come out in the one entry. <laughs> <laughs> Just pulling each other apart, you know. What's his face? Um, uh, the the guy, the crew guy, that get, Stephen Hitt, Stephen, that Stephen get, Hughes. Stephen Hughes, yeah. Well, he unfortunately, just, he's he's only three weeks past a broken jaw, and I spoke to him today, and he still can't eat food. <sighs> so, but what a comeback that would be! It would be amazing. The pop. And I don't think anyone would love. Obviously, everyone knows that <laughs> me and him are like really good pals. So, do you think the guy? I can't remember his name, but the guy that did that. No, he's not allowed back ever again. Right, <laughs> he's not allowed back. Really? I think I'd be the fair enough. Fair I'd probably be the first person to beat him up, obviously. Sarah, Sarah versus Paul Craig. Yes. Let's book it. <laughs> Let's find a venue. <laughs> Quacko, do you still know people in the student union? <laughs> <laughs> Let's book out Vertigo in level eight. <laughs> have this match. We'll see. I don't know why we're thinking so small with Paul Craig. <laughs> Ah, brilliant. Oh, oh I, I think I washed my hair that day, actually. You know, come to, come to think of it. Get a suitable replacement. Stacey? <laughs> Didn't get to a white belt and karate for nothing. There we go. I've got Stacey in my corner, actually. There you go. Brilliant. So that has been our preview of ICW Baramania. If you do not have a ticket yet, why have you not got a ticket? Because we've just hyped it. You should have been buying a ticket halfway through the show. But no, there is still tickets still on sale at Ticketmaster, so... 
They should sell out. I think if it doesn't sell out, I'll be surprised. So get your tickets now for that event. If you've listened to us and you've enjoyed what you've heard, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are the place where you hear a botch every week. <laughs> Usually by Stephen. I know, did we have any? I had a couple. Did you? Dave's not here. That's why there's... Oh! oh! <laughs> we, we went an hour and a, nearly an hour and a half without a Dave reference. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I botch a show full of banter, but good chat. So follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Also, we all our podcasts go up on our Anchor account, and they're also available on iTunes, uh, Player FM, pretty much any t- podcasting site you'll find us. So follow us there and get all our content the night after we do it live. So we are very quick at getting our stuff out. Ooh. We have a fantastic month for shows coming up. We have going to next week. We'll be doing our first ever. How we would have booked it differently show, Ooh. where we're going to be looking at the 1999 King of the Ring. Some may be surprised why we picked that, but for the guys who are going to be on that show, the research has shown why we're going to do that. It should be a good one. So yeah, there's plenty in that one as well. We've also got our controversial side of wrestling. We've Ooh. got our one on wrestling families, our show on the British Invasion, and in the co- some point within the next couple of months, we are going to be doing an all women show. Potentially two of them are in this, <laughs> this panel. Yeah. So yeah, if you've enjoyed Stacey and Sarah's chat, listen to that show. Oh dear. So as I say, next week... <laughs> next week we'll be doing our How Our Diff... How There's the box. <laughs> next week we'll be, do- we'll be doing, obviously said, our, our How Our Book The Different Show, but for us on the show, I'd like to thank my panel, first Nathan Fisher. Thank you. Making a debut, obviously, it was Derek Kerlihan. Hope you've enjoyed being on the panel, Derek. Thanks, Steve. Loved it. You might get to beat your brother for the belt. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> a man can dream. A man can dream. <laughs> to Stacey Smith. I will be on time for the for the all-female panel. <laughs> Whether you'll be on time for Baramaniel remains to be seen. <laughs> like I said, I'll show up at some point, but I'm not saying when. <laughs> but I'll be there for the show actually starting. She's in the gauntlet, Matt. (laughs) 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 Told you not to tell anyone, Nathan. (laughs) Can you just imagine? (laughs) She comes out, sorry, I need to get the (laughs) (laughs) For anybody who's enjoyed... (laughs) Oh, she's away. For anybody who's enjoyed Sarah's chat, you'll likely... I've broken them. You've broken Okay, Matt Hardy. <laughs> so, uh, for anybody who's enjoyed Sarah's chat, you'll see her on Sunday get barging her way to the front so she can see. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Sarah, thank you. Thank you very much. From myself, Stephen Wilson, and my <laughs> exec producer, Quacky Raji. Cheers. This is the place for wrestling banter. From us, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Catch us later.